Hello and welcome to Stories to Fall Asleep To, the second season of Reading with Carrie. This mindfulness podcast incorporates ASMR elements to help reduce your stress, relieve your anxiety, and lull you to sleep. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. Before we get into it, I wanted to give out a special shout out thank you to my very dear friend, Bjorn Neider. He actually goes by BJ. He donated my initial ask on Ko-Fi so that I could upgrade the account and add some special features, which I'm really excited about doing. And so I wanted to dedicate this episode to him. Now, BJ lives in America, but he was born and grew up in Germany. When I asked him what stories he really remembered growing up with, he did tell me about Hansel and Gretel, which I actually have already read. So instead, I'm going to read The Bremen Town Musicians by the Grimm Brothers, because not only were the Grimm Brothers German, but Bremen is also in Germany. So once again, thank you so much, BJ. You are single-handedly helping me achieve my dreams. Now, let's begin with a mindfulness meditation. Today's mindful meditation is opening up to the emotional body. First, find your comfortable position, whether you are sitting in a chair, lying down on the bed, spread out on the floor, or even walking your dog. With your eyes open, move your head from side to side, breathing in and pausing when the chin is over a shoulder. Breathe out as the head moves, pausing with the chin over the other shoulder. Notice the space around you, the colors, the shapes, the depth of the room, or the elements of nature if you're outside. Now, if you're more comfortable, you can close your eyes, or if you prefer, they can stay open, but just with a soft gaze, perhaps looking down, and we are going to focus on our breathing. Don't change your breathing cycle, just notate the natural flow as you inhale, and exhale. Feel the changes in your body as you claim the oxygen you need and release into the world. I now want you to take a moment to focus on what's going on in your mind. Do you feel that you are in a positive headspace? Or is there something weighing heavy on your mind? A fear, an anxiety, a worry. Don't dwell on this negative feeling. Just give it a name and acknowledge its presence. Now check in with your physical body. Are you comfortable? Do you have any aches or pains? A paper cut? A bruise? Once again, don't focus on the pain. Just acknowledge its presence as we move on to your heart. How do you feel 
emotionally right now in this moment? Are you content? Are you happy? Are you at peace? Or are you hurting? Are you sad? Don't dwell on the negative. Just give it a name. Acknowledge its presence. And let's move on. Back to the breath. Don't change your breathing cycle. Just notate how it's slowed as you relax into the cushions, into the floor, or how your feet press against the pavement. This step might be a little dangerous if you're standing, but I want you to feel the gravity pulling on your body, pulling down, rooting this body of yours, connecting it to the earth. Feel the sense of solidity, knowing this body as an earth element. Feel the earth holding earth. In this stillness, as you lie there or sit, you might begin to feel the sense of movement. It could be a little vibration, or a shimmering feeling, or perhaps you could feel a bigger movement. Maybe your body is rocking, soothing itself. Whether it's the stillness or the movement, feel the sense of ease in the body, a place where you can rest, a place that allows you to feel this ease and peace. This is your anchor. Come back to this anchor if you need to feel peace and comfort as we start to open up to the emotional body. Do you feel any presence or an absence? Any sensation that is beyond the stillness or the movement of gravity? It doesn't need to make sense. These are just feelings and sensations. Let's move on with the experience. Do you feel a contraction or tightness? Do you sense heat or coolness? Do you feel the stillness or the soft vibration? If your mind starts to wander down paths of anxiety or concern, just acknowledge this and come back to the anchor, the gravity connecting your natural body to earth. Focus again on your emotional body, the sensations that you feel within. Is the presence staying in one section of the body, or is it moving throughout all of your limbs? Is the feeling, the sensation, getting bigger, or perhaps it's getting smaller? Is it a solid feeling within, or is it slowly breaking apart? Are you able to put a name to this feeling? Fear, joy, sadness, happiness, grief, comfort. Can you see the impermanence as the emotional body moves through you? How is your mind responding to this exercise, to the sensations? Are you being pulled towards inward or are you pushing away in confusion? 
What is your heart and mind holding on to, grasping or clinging, trying to identify the strongest emotion within? Remember that this is only one moment and it will pass away as you enter a new moment. Is there a sense of ease, of spaciousness, of an opening? Come back to your body, your physical body. How does it feel now going through this exercise? How is your heart? How is your mind? And finally, how is your breath? Focus on your breath without changing the cycle or flow. Gently inhale and exhale. Feel the alignment of your mind, body, soul, and heart as you take a deep inhale and a slow, audible sigh. And now, here's the story. Remen Town Musicians by the Grimm Brothers. A certain man had a donkey, which had carried the corn sacks to the mill indefatigably for many a long year. But his strength was going, and he was growing more and more unfit for the work. Then his master began to consider how he might best save his keep. But the donkey, seeing that no good wind was blowing, ran away and set out on the road to Bremen. There, he thought, I can surely be a town musician. When he had walked some distance, he found a hound lying on the road, gasping like one who had run till he was tired. What are you gasping so for, you big fellow? asked the donkey. Ah, replied the hound, as I am old and daily grow weaker and no longer can hunt, my master wanted to kill me, so I took to flight. But now how am I to earn my bread? I tell you what, said the donkey, I am going to Bremen and shall be town musician there. Go with me, and engage yourself also as a musician. I will play the lute, and you shall beat the kettle drum. The hound agreed, and on they went. Before long they came to a cat, sitting on the path with a face like three rainy days. Now then, old shaver, what has gone askew with you? asked the donkey. Who can be merry when his neck is in danger? asked the cat. Because I am now getting old, and my teeth are worn to stumps, and I prefer to sit by the fire and spin rather than hunt about after mice. My mistress wanted to drown me, so I ran away, but now good advice is scarce. Where am I to go? Go with us to Bremen. You understand night music. You can be a town musician. The cat thought well of it and went with them. After this, the three fugitives came to a farmyard where the cock was sitting upon the gate, crowing with all his might. Your crow goes through and through one, said the donkey. What is the matter? I have been foretelling fine weather, because it is the day on which Our Lady washes the Christ child's little shirts and wants to dry them, said the cock. But guests are coming for Sunday, so the housewife has no pity and has told the cook that she intends to eat me in the soup tomorrow. And this evening I am to have my head cut off. Now I am crowing at the top of my lungs while I still can. Ah, but Redcomb, said the donkey, you had better come away with us. We are going to Bremen. You can find something better than death everywhere. You have a good voice, and if we make music together, it must have some quality. The cock agreed to this plan, and all four went on together. They could not reach the city of Bremen in one day, however, and in the evening they came to a forest where they meant to pass the night. The donkey and the hound laid themselves down under a large tree. The cat and the cock settled themselves in the branches, but the cock flew right to the top, where he was most safe. 
Before he went to sleep, he looked round on all four sides and thought he saw in the distance a little spark burning. So he called out to his companions that there must be a house not far off, for he saw a light. The donkey said, If so, we had better get up and go on, for the shelter here is bad. The hound thought so too, that a few bones with some meat on would do him good. So they made their way to the place where the light was, and soon saw it shine brighter and grow larger, until they came to a well-lighted robber's house. The donkey, as the biggest, went to the window and looked in. "'What do you see, my grey horse?' asked the cock. "'What do I see?' answered the donkey. "'A table covered with good things to eat and drink, and robbers sitting at it, enjoying themselves.' "'That would be the sort of thing for us,' said the cock. Then the animals took counsel together how they should manage to drive away the robbers, and at last they thought of a plan. The donkey was to place himself with his four feet upon the window ledge, the hound was to jump on the donkey's back, the cat was to climb upon the dog, and lastly, the cock was to fly up and perch upon the head of the cat. When this was done, at a given signal, they began to perform their music together. The donkey brayed, the hound barked, the cat mewed, and the cock crowed. Then they burst through the window into the room, shattering the glass. At this horrible din, the robbers sprang up, thinking no otherwise than that a ghost had come in, and fled in a great fright out into the forest. The four companions now sat down at the table, well content with what was left, and ate as if they were going to fast for a month. As soon as the four minstrels had done, they put out the light, and each sought for himself a sleeping place according to his nature and what suited him. The donkey laid himself down upon some straw in the yard, the hound behind the door, the cat upon the hearth near the warm ashes, and the cock perched himself upon a beam of the roof. And being tired from their long walk, they soon went to sleep. When it was past midnight, and the robbers saw from afar that the light was no longer burning in their house, and all appeared quiet, the captain said, We ought not to have let ourselves be frightened out of our wits, and ordered one of them to go and examine the house. The messenger, finding all still, went into the kitchen to light a candle, and, taking the glistening fiery eyes of the cat for live coals, he held a lucifer match to them to light it. But the cat did not understand the joke, and flew in his face, spitting and scratching. He was dreadfully frightened, and ran to the back door. But the dog, who lay there, sprang up and bit his leg, and as he ran across the yard by the dunghill, the donkey gave him a smart kick with his hind foot. The cock, too, who had been awakened by the noise, and had become lively, cried down from the beam, Cock-a-doodle-doo! Then the robber ran back as fast as he could to his captain and said, Ah, oh, there is a horrible witch sitting in the house who spat on me and scratched my face with her long claws. And by the door stands a man with a knife who stabbed me in the leg. And in the yard there lies a black monster who beat me with a wooden club. And above, upon the roof, sits the judge who called out, Bring the rogue here to me. So I got away as well as I could. After this, the robbers never again dared enter the house. But it suited the four musicians of Bremen so well that they did not care to leave it any more. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back any time you need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. But for now, let's prepare your mind and body for some much-needed rest. Start by checking in with your body and making sure you are as comfortable as possible. Place the tip of your tongue on the tissue right behind the top front teeth. Slowly exhale and empty the lungs of air. 
Through the nose, breathe in quietly for four seconds. Three, four. Hold the breath for a count of seven seconds. Five, six, seven. Purse your lips and exhale forcefully through the mouth, making a whoosh sound for eight seconds. Six, seven, eight. If you need to, you can repeat this cycle up to four times, but any more than four, and you might start to feel lightheaded or dizzy. Remember that if you find it too difficult to hold your breath on the count of seven, you can use a shorter cycle of two seconds breathing in, hold your breath for 3.5 seconds, and exhale for four seconds. Good night and sleep well, my friend.